Welcome everyone to another episode of The Wood from the Trees coming from Vision 85. We have Ma again, who said he didn't want to drink. Yeah, he's drinking my drink, but it's only pissed me off because I was late. And the only reason I'm late <laughs> is because Ian was late. But Lee, Ian, thanks a million for coming. Here. I've had enough of your show, you're right. Don't be telling me I'm late. He, he rings me three hours ago and goes, Hey, do you want to come on a podcast? It's about three hours uh, on the other side of the, of the country. I says, So now what did I have? I'll get it done. I says, Now I might be a bit late. And then you start putting up stories on Instagram saying, Oh, this lad's late, this lad's late. I says, Thanks very much. Dave. Look, you're that's fucking, just you're the way it is, mate. You have to fucking deal with it. I, um, I only realised that I have to burst through a few podcasts. And of course, my brother, Sean, let me down again. That's the story of our lives. And then my sister let me down. So I can organise all podcasts with all people, unless it's my family. And then they let you down. And then I had promised I'd get one with you. And uh, you're always on holidays. <laughs> you, you're a lorry driver that's just always on holidays. That's what you think. You live the dream. Well, sure, look, come here. Why wouldn't you, like? Like, I had, I had Don on. It looks on. that way. I had Don on. Yeah. And... Don, Don only does four days away at a time because he doesn't want to be too far away from his mom. God love him. God, God love him. Yeah. He gets it done though. Oh, he gets it done. You're Don only, some man. Don you're, is some man. You're only after being um, back from where? India? Ba- Bali, yeah. Indonesia. Indonesia? Indonesia, yeah. Further away from India again. So it's like, if you like, if you like Australia's Tenerife, that's how far away it is. Put this closer to your face. Oh, can you hear me? Sorry, I can't hear anything in the headphones. There, there. Sure, you've you've only one on your ear. No, sure. Oh, I can hear it on this side. <laughs> ah! <laughs> And I, you swear I don't do this like I know. You know I mean? <laughs> You're supposed to be a professional like. Oh there we go We're in there now My fair play to you. Anyway Holidays oh, yeah. You went to Bali I went to Bali yeah I was there for 16 days I was there with my uh, That's a long yeah. Long time I, f- I figured out uh, While I was over there I don't really like going away For that far, for that long a time like, Have you, know? you ever went that long before? Yeah I went for two weeks to Away to the States and stuff But with the States It's like It's never ending stuff to do And stuff I'm interested in Like cars, buses, trucks Like getting the mills Do you know what I mean? But over there it's just you're out there and there's not much there other than like you eat and drink and you see like there's loads of stuff to go and see and stuff but like it, it, the heat is just it's insane like you get sick of it real quick like did your girlfriend make you go yeah she did yeah did she, she it was her thing that she wanted to go and do so i said i'd go and do her we were meant to go actually before the pandemic or anything like that but uh obviously then we bought a house and stuff like that so we put it on the back burner and this year was the first year that Bali was open again and god man how long of a flight 19 hours in total like, So there was one The first flight across The Dubai was 9 hours And then the second flight Was 10 and a half I got mad Oh, I was, oh here You'd be fit to kill someone after. What did you talk about On the way over Nothing I, t- I said to her Shut up I'm going to watch Harry Potter here now I'll talk to you When I get there like, Did you watch Harry Potter No she said that to me <laughs> I didn't really say that To her She boxed the head at me <laughs> do, you like, do, you, do you like Harry Potter uh, i tell you what it is It's more to the point that I only ever watched the first two films and then ever since that there was like this R around Harry Potter. I was like, if you're not in, you can't win. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, kind of like Star Wars. I missed out on that whole bow. So I was like, great, I have time. Have you never watched Star Wars? Never. Any of them? No, and my uncle's mad about it. Star Trek? No, no, none of them. Do you not watch films? No, not really, no. Don't have time for them. Too busy. Fuck off. I swear to God. How, all your life, you've uh, been too busy? Yeah. Since you were a child? Since I was about 16. I haven't had any time. I swear to God. People, my, my life looks great on Instagram, like you know what I mean. But people don't realize that I'm, I'm flat out all the time. Well, I'm doing it again. So for people that don't know you, I'm gonna have to go back to the beginning. Are you gonna give me an introduction? Are you? Yeah, I'll give you an introduction. I hope it's a good one. So Ian Grant, I met him when I went up to a hospital to get a penis reduction, yeah. and he was getting a penis augmentation. <laughs> he so he was looking for a bigger. I know. So you work for Grand Transport. That's right. It's a family business. Mm-hmm. Your father, father, you, me, Shane, brother, and well, it's it's not really me at all. It's them too, and I kind of just, I I became the obligatory face of the company. You're the silent eye, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah and in 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 Ansport. And <clears throat> when you were younger, growing up, did you like want nothing got to do with lorries, or were you always there, Daddy? No, I want to go no, with you, sit on your knee. <laughs> Let me steer. That's what happened to you, wasn't it? Yeah. And then you learned how to steer, all right? Yeah. You learned how to pull in every direction, That's you it. did you, bollocks? Yeah. <laughs> but did you have any interest in it? No. Was no. it just school? Were you good in school? No, I hate school too. So you hate school, you didn't want to drive the lorries? Mad about cars. See, my, my older brother was into his cars, whatever, and then when I seen him into cars, I was like, oh, fuck it. I actually, I used to do rollerblading and skating. I used to go all around Ireland and Europe so, and stuff whoa, like whoa, that. Whoa, 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 go back. 
you used to do rollerblading. Yeah, like... Uh, Did you wear hot pants? No, no, not hot pants. No, it was aggressive skating. So I was like jumping ramps and fucking doing proper stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Now Could I, you do like somersaults and... Uh, well, uh, sorry, I wouldn't do it now, like, you know what I mean? But I used to do a bit, like, you know? And I used to make videos on that. That's where the whole YouTube I want to see them videos or it didn't happen. I, I, don't, I don't think they're out there anymore. I think YouTube got rid of them. So am I envisioning the right thing? So you're skating with your rollerblades and yeah. you do a backflip. And yeah. then you're going backwards and you're looking behind you and tight trousers on, yeah. pair of socks up as far as your knees. Yeah, yeah. And big t-shirt as well. Big oversized t-shirt like in skate park and then we go cruising around Dublin City or whatever. Like, I was only 12. And I oh, used so to you lived in Dublin City? You see? No, no, I didn't. I lived in Drada at the time. So you got... Only a, just moved there. So you got a lift into Dublin City to skateboard? Got the bus. I was 12, got the bus, met all my friends in Sars. That's where I'm originally from. And then from there, distribute out. Because like, once you're in Dublin, like you can get anywhere within... You know, 100 kilometer radius, fairly handy, like, and it was cheap enough at the time. You wouldn't do it now, like, you wouldn't send your 12 year old child off on the bus these days, like, you know, it wasn't that long ago. But and did they let you into town every day on your own skating? Yeah, yeah. no bother. I was the middle child, I didn't show you about me, like, and creep, <laughs> anything creepy ever happened? Anyone tried to abduct you? Or? Not that I remember, like, because we were all fucking weird. There was a big, always a big, massive gang of us, like, uh, there was older lads, and then there was a couple of younger lads, and but like, there was always a group of about 30 or 40 of us, so like, 30 or 40? Uh, yeah, oh, there was a could fu- you imagine you'd want to see it, like, seeing these cunts coming up the street and wreck You were one of them as well, were you? Did you do the aggressive skating? No, no, just like skating around, like, <laughs> the, the aggressive skating, you went around with a big fucking frown on you. Not Jesus, we, we were sheltered. I wasn't in town until I was fucking 16 yeah, or 17. We were, fu- sure we, were, we were fucked outside the door the second we were about five. Go on out there and don't come back until it's dark. Like, So what was your first job to buy these cars? Uh, first job I ever had, I was 16. Now, at the time when I was leaving school, recession was a big thing. Like, there was fucking nothing going. Like, I, I really wanted to be a mechanic. Really tried to get an apprenticeship. Like, I done a shite junior series and I hated school. So I was mad to get into an apprenticeship. What subjects were you most shit at? Uh, maths, English and Irish. All, all how, the basic. How shit? Oh, terrible. Like, for me leaving cert, I done foundation, everything. And I got, I think I got 25 points in my leaving cert. Really bad. Like, 25 points out of like 600, like. Really but I didn't try like see what I mean like, I, I literally just went in you had a half an hour in there so you went in wrote your name down I sat there looked at the wall for half an hour so give me the fuck out here. after half an hour stick the hand up good luck I'm gone went off my mates smoking things I shouldn't have been smoking like do you know what I mean Mickey's yeah <laughs> 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 but that, but you didn't you knew you wanted to do something else like you mm. this was your junior cert and you, you probably just didn't care I or were you just it. not able to do maths? Just no, just hate it. Just didn't want to be there. Just I fucking hated people telling me what to do, man. Really didn't like it. Just, just I wouldn't listen. That's that was my biggest problem. And did you listen at home? No. So you were a problem child. I was, were a, you? I was a bollocks. Oh, I was an awful bollocks. My mother, was, oh, she'd write a book on me, like you know. I was a bollocks. I I used to. Ah, oh, I won't even get into it. I used to be a right cunt. <laughs> Still am. <laughs> so how did you? If you couldn't get a job, say during the recession, yeah. And you were knocking so, around. How, like 2011, how you, who's, 2012. Who was giving you money? So my mother and father used to give me 15 euro a week. Like that was your pocket money for the weekend or whatever to go out. So I was 16 and I got a job and the, the only job going was a local super value job. And like it was a shit job, man. They give you like four or six hours a week just facing the shelves at the end of the day. Yeah, you might get an extra like 20 or 30 quid out of that if you're lucky. Because like, the minimum wage for a 16 year old back then was like a five or something, five or an hour. So uh, you'd walk away with near enough 50 bob at the end of the week and just used to, just used to go drinking with all my friends when I was about 16. Like, you know, we used, you to, used to do what? We used to go drinking in the field um, every single weekend. And uh, yeah, that's all I did for the first when, when I was 16. How much drinking would you do with that much money? You probably would do a lot. Oh, would you'd you do all right, Elvis. So I would, like, if you had 40 quid, let's just say, you get. Two two litre bottles of cider, you know, like Scrumpy Jack. Do you ever hear Scrumpy Jack? <laughs> is that a real thing? Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. They're either that or uh, Druids. John Druids, the cider Druids. Yeah, yeah, that's the order. Matt like. shaking his head there. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, I know what you're talking about. He knows. About. Yeah, he was in a ditch before with Druids, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what we used to do. We used to get eight cans of that. That was like a tenner. And then yeah, we, I used to smoke cigarettes or, or Rollies back in the day, five or four box of Rollies. Then on a Saturday morning, me and the lads used to go down to Dunn Stars and uh, Scotch Island Drada. Got a roll and something to eat, and then went off. He went drinking and came back and Saturday night, absolutely scuttered, trying to hide it from me, man. That was sure never got away with it. Like you know, I always got caught. So what was the turning point? The turning point was when we finished school, leaving cert was done, Debs and all that stuff was all out of the way, and then I got what? What was I doing then? I got a, I got a really good job because I was stacking shelves in Super Value. And now there was still nothing else. I'd been looking for something else for the year after until I was about eighteen. 
and then I applied for a job in Aer Lingus like and at the time there was no work going in the airport at all like, and to get in there was serious like it was a really big deal to get in there at the time so I put in a CV for Aer Lingus to drive did you ever see the catering trucks on the side of the on the runway like they go up to the side of the plane and there's a box body on the back and it lifts up on a scissor yeah. jack and yeah. loads of plane I got a job doing that how was that advertised it was just put up on it was put up, I think it was on Facebook you know like when a newspaper advertised jobs hmm. or whatever like or whatever they're looking for this there was five jobs and 17,000 people applied for it and me and four other people got how'd you get I just, I just pretended I knew someone in there <laughs> <laughs> and then I got called in for the interview and they said, uh, oh, do you have any experience with trucks? And I said, yeah, yeah, my dad has his own trucks or whatever. And I just allowed him in the yard and I got, I got the job. Had you a car license? Had, had, a, had a car license at the time, yeah. I had a provisional. Just got, I think I just got me full when I started in there. And uh, yeah, I got me full license because they wouldn't have given me the job otherwise. So I was driving a Ridge in the airport just after getting my car license, like in through security, going up and loading these like 80 million euro planes. Like, so I did that for about a year. Made shit loads of money at that. Was so, that good money? Oh, uh, so I was 18, taking home a thousand euro a week when no one had a job. Like, do you know, it was mental. Like, it did mad hours. Like, you'd do shift work and you'd, like, some days they'd say, do you want to do a 16 hour shift? Like, a double shift basically in one day. And I oh, sure I'd take anything. Like, I didn't care. Would what? you take anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> I tell you, I, I Why'd did you leave that job? I didn't leave it. They, they lost the contract to cater for Emirates. You know, Emirates, the airline. They were catering for them and doing all their halal kitchen. So, all the Arabic food or whatever. And uh, basically they lost the contract for it next door and me and 60 other people, they, they had a whole kitchen full of chefs cooking all this food and they got let go of all them, let go of the five drivers they took on and got rid of like half their staff. Yes, yeah, so it just disappeared overnight. It was just literally just before Christmas. I'll never forget. And I was, I was like, fuck, I'm out of a job here. And just before, I knew it was kind of going to come to an end around Christmas because we, there was talks of them losing that contract. And then my dad goes, well, you not going to get your rigid license while, you, while you're already driving them. Then got me rigid license and then literally after that, I walked straight into my dad. Got a job with him. Literally the day I started with him, got the rigid straight down, straight down the road to Kilkenny, and that was it. It's been there ever, been there on and off there for the past eight years ever since. What age are you? I'm twenty six. Twenty six. Hey, Jesus, you're only a chap. Yeah. And when you were talking about drinking, you might as well have went fado fado many years ago. <laughs> yeah, feels like it now. It's aged me terrible. Yeah, I do forget that you're only a chap. And like you're not doing too bad now for a chap. You have your house there, and you have. Well, when you got your job with your father, did you find it difficult to go from working for people that you don't know to working for family? No, um, with with the Aer Lingus job, I didn't really have a boss because it was all, in a big place like that, it's all plausible deniability. Do you know what I mean? Oh, if I didn't know, it didn't happen. And it was SIP2 were in there like big time. So nothing could ever happen to you. Like no one ever told you actually to do anything. You were put on a crew for the day and then you got assigned flights and then that was it. Like you didn't actually deal with anybody. You went in, seen on the board, grant, work away and got, off you go. Like, we used to be in the airport. We would ha- wouldn't have a flight for two hours. I'd go down to Sars Village and get my hair cut and then go out and get something to eat and meet my friends and then come back and do the flight and then go home. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, we got. It was, it's not like that anymore. That, that Those days are gone, but... Yeah, there was Did you ever a, see Anton Matt in the airport? Oh, loads of stuff, man. Seeing like loads of bodies and stuff coming out of planes. Not bodies, but like caskets and stuff like that. And then uh, there was a guy, a Chinese guy I worked with, and uh, he was actually trafficking people through there. This only came out a couple of years later. I didn't know about it at the time. But everyone, how do you, how do you traffic people on a plane? So basically, he, so people came off, they didn't have visas, right? So they, they can get on a flight in their own country, don't check their visas, come across to Ireland from just say Asia or whatever, through Dubai or anything. You don't have to do any customs or anything like that through there. So he was bringing, I'd say it was family members for him, like, because he came from China or whatever. So he was bringing people in, like, he was offloading the plane. And as we were offloading the plane, basically, people were getting off the plane, like, from the flight that just landed. And he brought people in, put them into the truck, brought them around to the edge of the car park, let them out at the edge of the, ed, edge of the runway and into the car park. And away they went. Turned, out, turned that out, about two or, two or three hundred people who smuggled into Ireland. Yeah, mad. And I didn't know about it, so the only reason I found out about it was because everyone that was doing it with him got called in for an interview with the cops, and that's how I found out about it. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I never knew it. He was a mad hero. Did you ever hit a plane? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And did you run didn't, didn't hit it. Like, I caught it with the, when you were loading them. There was, the, there was this platform you walked out onto, and two gates that slid out so you didn't fall off it, like, and there was a screw sticking out of one of the top of the gates, and I'm sure I pushed it, I didn't even look, straight into the door of the plane, and... I only noticed that as you start to go down and see well it wasn't me it was actually the other fella but I was there while it happened and we all got the blame like he said plausible deniability exactly see what I mean and get, I got good at it after and a did while. you go tell someone listen I don't want to alarm oh, anyone but you, I'm after yeah. fucking up your plane oh no when it came to stuff like that like it was straight away you told the engineer on site look, look we're after tearing home the plane then he, he just grounds the plane takes it into the hangar replaces the door tests it and like, everyone's waiting for a 
Well, they, always, they always had planes sitting there. Like They always had spare planes or they always had something around. There was never really a hassle. That was the, That's why I really liked Aer Lingus because there was never a bother. Like, it wouldn't have been like Ryanair, that's it, there's no more planes, we're not doing the flight anymore. Were you ever there when there was an emergency landing or something? Uh, the only time I was ever there, I remember there was a, a fire in one of the, no, it wasn't a fire in the engine. There was a, a pigeon went into one of the engines of, I can't remember what airline it was, I think it was Delta or something. Pigeon went into the into the engine, engine seized just as they were about to go over Malahide. There, they literally they took off. Seagull went in around there, or a pigeon, or whatever it was, and they turned around the emergency landed, but the pilot handled it. They had far, he had far turbines, like so. One of them went. It wasn't the end. Of the I'd world. be fair bullying if he didn't tear around to wherever he was going. One pigeon took down a whole plane. Oh yeah. Oh, well, I say it was a seagull. To be honest with you, out, out Malahide and there, uh, the seagulls around Malahide. There's no messing in these lads. Like they're a bit like Muscles. shit. Oh yeah. Oh, they, they, when you walk past and they go, what the fuck are you looking at? Like, do you know what I mean? They're not messing in them. I so, don't like seagulls. But they're fucking horrible. They, oh, I think people should start eating them. There's too many of them. <laughs> like, surely there, could, there has to be something they can do with seagulls. They're bigger than chickens, like. Yeah. Like, why don't they Plenty kill them? Plenty of meat on that bone, like. Like, there's loads of homeless people. There's loads of people that need food. Surely that's a food source. Like, what's the difference between a pigeon and a seagull and a chicken and... People eat pigeons out of dinner. Yeah. What's it called? Venison. Is that what no, that is now? No, no, no. No, no. It's something. There's a name for it anyway. There is. Yeah, no, no, it's different. I can't, I can't fucking think of what it is, but it'll probably come to me as we go. But it, that was actually how it got introduced to Ireland, I think. Pigeon. People used to eat it, but no one's eating it now. <laughs> they should eat it. Why not? Did you know there was 25,000 chickens killed last week? <laughs> what, around in, Ireland? No, in the storm. A chicken house got hit by a bolt of lightning. I've seen about 40,000 of them getting taken out at once. Do you know what I mean? Wait. How? Slaughterhouse. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. But, like, you can imagine you're a farmer and one of your sheds has 25,000 chickens. Struck by lightning or something, isn't it? Yeah, out? struck by lightning. Ah, they all got killed. Some fried chicken out there, boy. And nothing on the news about it. No one cares about the chickens. <laughs> you know, one, one, but, but what made me laugh was on the no same day, I'm on a group with a few lads and they oh, yeah. drawing the it? chicken farms. Send Big Ben Barry and the lads, you know, the send, famous guys. Send them pictures of your Mickey, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? They like something nice to look at every day. But, take a look at this, it's going green. But hey, imagine though, on the same day that I was hearing about these 25,000 chickens, I happened to turn on Midlands Radio 3 and were freaking out over this missing dog. So a dog's missing, but 25,000 chickens lost their life, and not a word. And I kept thinking about, do you know in Batman, where the Joker goes, you know, one little man gets knocked down and literally loses their minds. It's crazy, isn't it? Where where did this happen, Dave? In your imagination, did it? Because no, no, it sounds like it happened. No, this happened. This happened. Where? This is a real thing. Yeah. Where? I don't know. They're full of shit. We just have time. I'm not. Shite. I'm not. Twenty five thousand chickens got killed. Exactly twenty five thousand. It wasn't twenty four thousand three hundred. Could have been. I don't know. Look, we're just dealing in semantics now. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't matter Sure look It's happened now It's like, happened what now What can I do right, now So the plane's fucked up You lost your job No uh, I didn't I got sent for uh, Well he got sent for retraining I just got sent for a day In, in, a, in a classroom Did it happen Did it happen David Cuddy spreads more rumours On his podcast The Wolf from the Tree Is 24,396 chickens Not dead I know What does it say It says it's Does it say that happened How many chickens <laughs> 25,000 25,000 You see where did it happen though, Matt? Um, That's a fucking made up place. We'll just stop talking, shall you? No, where is it? Because we want to be like correcting our information here. On if the it was going to happen anywhere, it'd definitely be somewhere like Indiana or something in America. Oh, it? it happened here. Thursday night at South Well, look, it happened. That's okay. all. We're going to park that there, right? We're not going <laughs> to fucking die on this hill, right? Twenty-five thousand chickens died, right. and a dog went missing in leash. Yeah, and not a word about the poor old fucking chickens. Is. Life is very slow down here, isn't it? So yeah. you're on your rigid. Yeah. Right. How long did you stay on the rigid for your dad? I think I stayed on the rigid for about four years. Then you went on the Arctic. Then I went I done the Arctic. Um, and some dilemma trying to get my Arctic license at the time. When I actually went to go do the test four times, I only went out once. Oh, why? First time I went there. Uh, tests at one o'clock let's just say yeah sitting there anyway with Nuri and whatever outside ready to go and uh, then I went to about quarter past one and I was like what the fuck is going on here like usually they're fairly on the ball like and I uh, knocked on the door I says what's the crack says, I have a test here at one o'clock he says oh yeah your tester went home sick I was like ah what do you mean he went home sick yeah he went home sick you'll have to get in contact with the RSA and me there with the fucking Nuri outside me fucking dad sitting beside me uh 
Did not spare Larry. Oh, and I had, a, I had, and I had a load to go to the north that night for me in the in the Arctic. Oh God. Anyway, rescheduled, right? We had two trailers the exact same the next time, right? And you have to get them weighed uh, with a bit of a load on them to do your test, and you have to have all the documents of the trailer going up there, right? Grand, no matter. Two of them the exact same. Done that during the day, the day before. Dropped the trailer back there. Two of the trailers packed right beside each other. Very uncommon now. Very doesn't happen very often. So anyway, left trailer. We went off, done our bits and pieces. Someone loaded the trailer. We had tested and all and got weighed and everything and took it away to the north and then the other trailer was sitting right beside it so I didn't even think of looking at the red underneath the trailer because I thought that was the trailer but anyway went up to do the test your man goes oh that's the wrong trailer on your test I'm not taking you I was like, for, 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 bang 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 so you were doing the test in your own lorry yeah in our own lorry yeah didn't have to I was lucky enough I didn't have to rent one because me and I obviously had a few lorries sitting there so uh, I was doing the test in an XF 105 manual and it was, that was a gorgeous lorry I loved that truck Went, went away to Africa then after that Sold for export And so on uh, I went with a couple of other lorries I think You know I went out on a, on a stag do You know how these things go mm, And they never mm. come home But uh, <laughs> I'm going to, on a stag do next weekend Yeah And I hope I come home i say they're all fucking dreading it You're going Oh on. I'm dreading it <laughs> I'm dreading it Because there's a booze cruise and stuff And I'm not a big drinker Where are you going? All Carrick and Shannon uh, I could have never guessed it's, it's just the thing isn't it? Yeah Either there or Galway Yeah Galway is the, the place to go. Did you? When are you going on your stag? When are you getting married? I don't know, three years. You're engaged now. Yeah, I'm engaged, yeah. I, what, I know you said to her, well, like, she didn't know about the engagement. She didn't know you were engaged? No, she didn't know about the engagement before I was going to ask her to marry me. I seen it. Right. That was, I know, and then you took the piss out of me. No, no, oh, yeah, no. I just wanted to say now, he's a romantic. Oh, I am, yeah. So he takes her off to Paris. A lovely Paris on holidays. Oh, yeah. She didn't even know, did she? She had a clue. He had it organised... With her bosses, everything. I tell you, you're the strainer. You're giving her all the sweet hay first, right? Oh, yeah, too right. right. And then you videoed it. Yeah. Getting down on one knee in the middle of Paris, Eiffel Tower in the back. It's beautiful. Did you see, see the people walking past it and not give a shit? No, no. <laughs> it's, probably happening, it's probably happening all the time out yeah, there. Oh, you fucking Irish people. Uh, what you coming Did up? she not guess what was going on? Was well, it a uh, she, had a bit, she had a bit of a clue, like, do you know, so I, the, the Monday or the Tuesday, I just, I walked into her the day before and says, here, uh, you have an appointment there tomorrow with Katie our, and your mom's going, whatever, this is our hairdresser. She's like, all right, well, I told her we were going away to Cavan. I told her, Cavan. Fuck me. I know, yeah. I, I was setting her up for a real fall there, like, you know, I was like, we're going to Cavan, so we are. And it, like, Cavan's only about 20 minutes up the road from where <laughs> I live, like, do you know what I mean? Like, she's like. So you could have brought me fucking somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell you, she's thinking like, "What the fuck's he doing? Bring me to Cavan anyway." And then the next day, I says, oh, "I got your nails done as well because my missus is real particular about all like, you know. She doesn't get pictures unless she's all glammed up or whatever." She's got the nails done. Then the next day, I says, oh, she's just you know, fuck it. it was Valentine's Day or something. And I says, "All right, okay, yeah, no matter." And then the Friday, uh, her boss rang her at twelve o'clock and says, uh, "Oh yeah, enjoy Paris anyway." I told her not to tell her about Paris. I told her she was going away. She goes, "Enjoy Paris." She goes, "Bitch of a boss." Paris and uh, yeah, came home right. And I says, uh, "Says how are you all ready to go?" And she goes, "Are we going to fucking Paris?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we're going to Paris." And she goes, uh, "Fuck's sake, Ian! I didn't even have any time to pack." I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was delighted anyway. And then she said, "Yeah, anyway, that was the main thing." But Why did her boss ratch out? I uh, know her, her boss is actually sound She's just uh, she's We just like to stay On the wood from the trees That um, Her boss is a rat <laughs> <laughs> Now this island What's the Where does your Wife to be work? Uh, she works for uh, A company in the UK A telecoms company You can probably guess What it is but oh, I'm not going to say it Just in case I get in trouble Virgin That's the one Yeah perfect Exactly yeah Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she works for them over there, and she's uh, she's high up in the training department and development and whatever like that. So she's uh, oh, she's a great job with with them. She's been working from home since the start of COVID, and absolutely ideal for her. Like she's been to India and everything with that job, like savage job. Imagine having a job where you get to travel a lot. Sometimes I think it sounds a lot better than it probably is. Well, she was like lock- basically locked inside this seven star hotel for three weeks straight, like. Couldn't leave like she said it was. Like, it's like no, it was like a war zone, like out in the streets of Delhi. Like no, I'm not telling you. Like it was. They said to her like there was a security and police on her hotel at all times. Like you know they said, uh, "You're blonde, you're a blonde girl. Do not go out there <laughs> on your own. Do not go out there. Like you'll you'll never be seen again." So what? she was basically locked inside. This That's mad. Seven star thing, yeah. I I'd be worried about that'd be like me in prison. Yeah. I they'd just, just be getting the arse tore out. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, pretty boy like me. 
I wouldn't last. I'd be someone's bitch in less yeah. than a day. Sure, with the amount you mind, they'd all be looking. They'd be, they'd be a queue. <laughs> they'd be a queue outside the cell. They'd be all fighting over me, and I'd be there hoping that they'd all kill each other before they could actually do harm to me. I just sit there going, "God, I hope someone with a small pinas." Yeah, and uh, like you don't, you just got the arse bleached and everything off you. Like, do you know what uh, I mean? No, I'm not, not into that kind of thing. Look, like look at my fashion statement I'm wearing here now today. Do you see that? What is that? Uh, yeah, I'm working. Sorry, I thought I was gone. Did your mom make that for you? No, my daughter gave it to me. Oh, that's lovely. Lily is um, she's making loads of stuff now. She's making little armbands, and she thinks she's going to start a business. What do you reckon she's going to do, Lily? When she gets older, is she real creative, or what's the story? She is. She. It's. Uh, I've talked about this before. It's so hard to know. They're all so different. They're all under the same roof, and they have the same parents, and they're all absolutely different. Lily yeah. likes to sit in and um, read books and make stuff. Clark just likes to go outside and play yeah. all the time. And Jane just likes hating me, I suppose. <laughs> It'd be the best explanation of her. She's just so aggressive. She's aggressive, is she? Oh, she's so aggressive. Where does she get it from? I don't, I don't know. She doesn't get it from me and Vicky. Because I'm the least aggressive person ever. Yeah. Like, uh, you're you're aggressive enough. No, not really. No. I heard you're fierce aggressive. I heard you're fierce aggressive. Nah, maybe. I know. Maybe you're not. But look, I'm just saying, you get out of Larry. Your knuckles are all broke up and shy, and you're telling me you've sore toe. Yeah, <laughs> but that was an accident. That was an accident. Do you like fiddling at lorries? Do you do your own fixing? Uh, no, we don't do our own fixing because we have an awful time trying to get our own yard. We, like we do have our, we rent our own yards, whatever. We've three or four yards around Dublin at the minute, but just trying to buy anywhere. Like we've been trying to buy somewhere for the last now five six years, which is fucking pricey. Like, Should we could use your place now? No, it wouldn't even be big enough. <laughs> I wish it would be. How many lorries have you? I think it's 20 now at the minute. 20, have you? 21, I think, yeah. 21 drivers? No, not anymore. No, but there's a couple of lads that have left recently and oh, you know yourself, drivers are, are coming and going a lot, a lot these days. It's hard to get drivers now. It's, I tell you what it is, it's just like, lads, ever since COVID happened, no one's fucking bothered, like, do you know? Really aren't bothered and they really don't want to spend 10 to 15 hours a day in the lorry, like, you know? And that, like, I think the days, the days of lorry driving are coming, coming to an end for the lads stays out in the 15 hours a day, especially over here. It's not enough people in the pool, you know? Mm. And anyone that, anyone that was any half decent, they're all gone to Australia and all, and sure, they look after you in Australia and over here. It's, it's How come you didn't go to Australia? I, I was nearly going to go to Australia and I, I was nearly never bulled the cow. Yeah, before, unless the bull's name was nearly. Before before we bought the house, we were seriously considering it. Like I was nearly, I was nearly buying my visa. The states is where I wanted to go. The Australia wasn't really my uh, my cup of tea, but my missus didn't really like the states. So I was going to go there before I left school. That's why I was going to go there, whatever, and live over there. But uh, yeah, no, just I never pulled the trigger. I think I was too afraid. I like being around home too. How did you start the social media and the YouTube thing? Because you started out. Probably before you started lorry driving, did you? No, I, I was driving lorries at the time. I'll tell you about that now in a second. So I, was, I started the social media thing about, I don't know, maybe five years ago now, I think, uh, I'm going. And uh, I just started because I just, there was no one making it. Do you know, at the time, and I grew up with, I didn't grow up with television. Like, I was, I'm in a new era where YouTube was my television. Like, the internet was my television. I was growing up with it. And uh, it's a lot I, of porn. That's a lot of porn. Yeah, porn. Oh yeah. Still, I was, come here. I'm only telling you. I didn't get to pull up yourself today. Now I'm fucking very stressed about it. Like you know what I mean. Let's not talk about that in front of me. <laughs> you could get a mild headache just talking about it. But migraine if he goes out there. Man, you're the only fellow I know whose dicks gasps. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh my god, man. But uh, yeah, I started it just because no one else was doing it, and I really, I, I grew up watching Top Gear and all as well, and and that was a really big thing in my childhood, and I just wanted to do what Jeremy Clarkson does. That's that was the aim of it. Like, is he I, your hero? No, not really. No, he's a bit of a dick anyway. But like, was he? He was at the time. Yeah. Was, was Top Gear your favorite? program yeah top gear was was it because you like cars or just the video the, the art of making videos the, that was a bit to do with it, but it was the cars and the adventure like do you know what i mean like three lads three cars or three trucks or whatever and just anywhere go and just work away with it and i just love that like you know what i mean and the production end of it too i love the bit of production i have to say have a, a bit of a camera sexual like you know what i mean i like me i like me gear but um i just i just wanted really wanted to do it and it only really started taking off in the past couple of years like since COVID happened everyone was at home and like, and then me and you did the podcast, what was that, three years ago? And I was, uh, I was shooting a women a prayer on that, I was, I shot, I remember I said the other day. Was that your, that wasn't your first podcast? Cause was, you, yeah. Well, I'd done a couple on my own at home, like, just talking shit into into the mic for about an hour. And then I says, fuck, I says, Dave was really blown up at the time. This is when you were really starting to kick off, like, you'd done a bit of track, you'd only started up Instagram, I think, that's what it was. And I says, fuck, I'm going to shoot my shot and see if Dave wants to come on and chat or whatever like that. 
sent you a message then. I didn't hear anything back for two days. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it out. You're probably too busy anyway, prick. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, and then, I was sitting at home in the bed then and uh, I got a phone call. It's random number. I was like, who was this? And then, hey, it's David Cuddy. What's the crack? Do you want to do this podcast or what? I was like, holy shit. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, no bother. And then I came down and done the podcast with you. And then ever since then, really, I kind of just pushed, pushed it a lot more. And now this year, I really wanted to start my podcast full time. So I've done bits and pieces of podcasts, but never took it serious, like, you know. And then now I've done TV and done bits and pieces with it. And it's just, it's grown steadily there, like, you know what I mean? If you had to pick a job, the perfect job, like, what is your perfect job? I'd what l- would you like to be getting up every day and doing? I'd love to, I'd love to get up and do YouTube every day just to do the vlog of what I, what I do already I do it like I kind of do it right now but I just wish I had more time do you know what I mean just get up vlogging about my week like and you know I like video and new stuff as well like, like we I've done a couple of videos on us collecting new trucks and stuff like that and they did really really well and just like be around the commercial scene and the car scene but there's not enough in it over here to do a full time unfortunately and it won't pay me markers like you know when you're doing the the videos on YouTube like you said the production does be high you know mm. you're filming the proper way and yeah. Like when I started videoing, everyone was like, hey, you're doing it vertical, you're doing it vertical. <laughs> now everyone's doing vertical because it's it's the done thing with yeah. TikTok and stuff. But there's it, an awful lot of time involved in editing stuff like that. Yeah, there is. Yeah. So it's very hard to have a, a job where you actually have to get your work done and do your videos. It's almost impossible. Yeah, it's I find that I, like, I, I get bit, uh, overwhelmed with it sometimes. Like That's why, like, at least with what you're doing, it's like, it's just point and you pick the camera up and go, like, and there's mm. no editing to it. Really. Like, when you put them on YouTube, obviously you put them together or whatever, but there's not really much editing to it. That's why me. I'm so far behind. <laughs> that's, yeah, but you're you're on it every day. You're, Where's my editing room? The toilet. <laughs> yeah, but, you're, but at least you're active on it every day. Like, so for me, like, if I don't, if I don't put, up, put, put up a video on a month, and I put up a video then the next month, my views suffer from it. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm not proactively fucking throwing out content every week, which is what I should be doing. But sure, it's fucking time. Like, you know, I do 60, 70 hours a week in the lorry and then I come home. But and what stops you from just documenting that? Doing what, what I do already. Yeah. There's a lot of politics, man. Now It used to be way simpler back then, but now it's like, right, I, my channel's now at a stage where there's fucking everybody watching it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, like there could be guards watching it, there could be RSA. And I have to be so careful as well because it's not, it's not my company at the end of the day. And it, there's 20 other people there with jobs, you know what I mean, that ha- are relying on us to keep going. And if I fuck that up for us, like, you know, or if I filming going down the road and an RSA man says, sure, where's your fucking filming permit? We're bollocks. I'm bollocks. I lose my license, like, you know. And like I try and do it as much as I can, and I, like I filmed a trip going away to Holland there recently, mm. and that fucking took off. Like I wasn't expecting that at all. I've done three hundred thousand views in the first month, like it was fucking insane. But uh, it's it, it, there's a lot of politics involved, and people don't really get it, like you know. And then plus, like I work for me dad now, like and, and I'll, I'll put it out there, like they don't really, they're not mad about the videos, like they don't they don't they don't necessarily love them, like you know, because my dad didn't set out in this game to become a celebrity, like you know what I mean. But he's <laughs> involuntarily well, been. I think it's it. because you love talking. Is that? Oh yeah, yeah. Like you, you done this one one video, and when I looked at everyone, start messaging me this post you have, oh, and, and the minute the minute <laughs> yeah. I seen it, I was there. Ah, uh, Ian, you did this deliberately to yeah. annoy people. I did it. Yeah, Someone yeah. asked the question, "What's the average pay for a lorry driver?" <laughs> and what, you said something fucking ridiculous. Oh, so, yeah, so, something between twelve hundred and fifteen hundred euro. And week. every fucking lorry haulier in the country went, "What the yeah. fuck?" I didn't ask stupid questions and fucking get a stupid answer. <laughs> I didn't. Te- I never text random people going, "What are you making a week like?" Do you know what I mean? Was just, I was, to be honest, with you, I was more pissed off, and I was like, well, "If you want a fucking stupid question, I'll give you a stupid answer." Like, you know what I mean? But like, obviously, you don't. You make- must have got some amount of messages that week. Your, some amount of job company. applications. Yeah. Like, it worked. <laughs> Every, <laughs> everyone wanted to work for grants. That oh, week. fucking right! And then I'm sure everyone just still be talking about. Obviously, I was talking out me hoop. Like, you know, what I mean? even me, even me brother text. I text my brother the next day. I says, "Did you get many emails last night?" <laughs> he just texted me back, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> so you get on with your brother Ah yeah yeah We did We actually didn't really get on When we were younger When we lived at home We all used to Fucking kick the head off each other Like you know But uh, when When he moved out And he had a He had a, a little baby boy Or whatever And that was about Five or six years ago now, Then we really started getting on Like we, we did get on before But we really get on now Same with my little brother My little brother is one of my best friends And so Shane But Shane's very busy But uh, yeah we, we get on now But years ago We used to like, Fucking kick the shit off each other You know Living in the same house Three boys Fighting at the fridge For whatever Came home in the shopping and stuff like that, you know. And your brother, your younger brother, is doing videos and stuff as well. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. Ask Ben some space where he is. He's fucking. He's the funniest fellow I know. I swear to God, the stuff that comes out of his mouth is fucking. What's ridiculous. the age difference between you? He's twenty. He's twenty-one. So I'm five years older than him, and my older brother's three years older than me. You'd imagine you'd be closer to him when you've more in common. 
Then his, he's so busy and kids and with Shane, yeah, he's 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 real busy. Like, and he's he runs the show. Like, he runs Grand Transport. Like, mm. like my dad does it does a bit, and there are a couple other people that do other bits and pieces. But he is Grand Transport. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, people would often say to me, "Oh, when your dad retires, would you take hours?" No, that's that's his. You know, that's his baby. Like, and I'll happily give it to him. I, I've no interest in taking over. That's his baby, and I'll help him if he needs it. You know, but uh, my thing is the YouTube and the podcast and then the social media end of it. You know. If um, you had to pick the the nicest lorry work that you do, what would you do? Um, I think I told you before, I was, I was doing steel work at the time, but I kind of changed my mind off that now because in the winter and the summer it can change. Like you could be 24 degrees outside and you're chaining down loads of steel and you'd be pulling your arse out of yourself, you'd be sweating. And then I, I really have to say, I've done that continent trip since the last time I was on to you, I would do that every week. Would you like to do that? I'd, I'd love to do it. Like... The people say there's a lot more politics to it when you get over there, and you know there's there's a few bad sides to it, whatever. But I just loved it. I just love the fact that you're gone and no one ringing you, no one asking you for directions, no nothing. You're just off and you park up for the night, and you don't know where you are. You don't know anyone around you. You're fucking. I love. I love just walking into a random pub and just sitting there and talking to people, like gentlemen, you know I talking to new people all the time. That's my. I lo- I really like doing that. If I ever have time to myself, that's what I go and do. Walk into a random pub and just start talking to people with the aid of a few drinks and. Just yeah, it's just I just I just love I just love going out there like and just being in somewhere completely different, put myself in a different. Because you moved, you bought a house in somewhere that's not. I've never anywhere. never been there for my life. No. Are you friends with the neighbors now? Yeah, neighbors are sound man. Older or younger? Uh, they're all older. Yeah, so the the direct next door neighbor to me, they're in their like forties, fifties, and kids are like sixteen, seventeen, or whatever. Their their kids are nearly left home, or whatever. And then the house up the road, uh, his kids are all real young, and he's in his he's in his. 40, 45 I think he's the same age as you I'm 42 Let's calm down there Yeah, yeah. Well, you, look, you, look, you look a bit older now since I know last time I, seen you. I know Imagine but, uh, Imagine Yeah the, ne- the neighbours are cool as the breeze And I actually park in my next door neighbour's farm I, I park the lorry and trailer there If I if I don't just have the track to own a home You know what I mean So they're ah, Fucking lovely people man I have to say Got real lucky When I bought the house Every Every once in a while You drift away from the The family business Yeah And you've went into sales Sales yeah Selling how did you get into that? Uh, it was another thing again. Look, I had I, I grew up mad to get into the tra- car trade. Mad, I wanted to be a mechanic. I said couldn't get an apprenticeship when I was younger because the time we were in, and I always wanted to be in the car trade. I always wanted to be in the motor trade. Didn't know I wanted to sell them until I got into it, and uh, sure, I started valeting cars at home then to try and get into it. Like I tried to build my own thing into it. I like cleaning cars anyway, so I started doing my neighbours' cars, families you know whatever and then that that grew legs and started to get paid for it then and that was getting busy enough so I was coming home from work and coming home doing valets this is while you're doing the lorry while I was driving the ridge yeah so I was coming home every single day and doing valets and 25 degrees heat in the sun out in the back garden and uh, then I, I said fuck I'm going to go chase this job because a sales position came up in a Toyota garage in the south side of Dublin now that would have been about 80 kilometres away from my house at the time and they offered me the job and I took it and I drove up and down to Sandyford from Drotter every single day of the week and I did that for about six months and uh, How do you go from cleaning cars to selling them? Like, went, like you seen an ad coming up Yeah And you rang him and go look I'd love to do this I've never done yeah. it before Come in for an interview and then they, they, it was it was I can't remember there was a, there was a certain name on it. it wasn't a sales a salesperson's job it was a junior sales whatever so they taught me the way or whatever and I remember I nearly made my first sale and this way I think this is nearly why I left the I knew I had made a sale on this Yaris right this fella came in fucking absolutely lovely fella turned away to him for about an hour I was working this so I was fucking selling I was only three weeks in the job but I knew I loved it. I was in there and then he had a sale down whatever. He says, yeah, John, I'm going to take it because it was for his mother and everyone in the sales side has a few bob. Do you know what I mean? So it was no, there was no question. There was no finance, no nothing. He was just coming in. He was buying that car that day and I was looking after him. And then my fucking sales manager walked over and he took it out me. And he says, I mean, you go out there and do that. I says, I look after this fella here. He took it out me. And um, was that your money? Like, do you lose out money then? Yeah, yeah. I lost out my commission on that. Like, he just took it. What a wanker. Yeah, yeah. But that, but he was my boss, you know? So uh, I got I got a real fucking baby bonnet about that now. That really fucking annoyed me, like, you know? So uh, anyway, and I was, I was traveling from fucking Drottler to Sandyford. I was coming 80 kilometers down, 80 kilometers down. What was the home. money like? Shy. It was shy. It was 380 quid a week or something. It was nothing like. And uh, like, by the time you put diesel in your car and all, shit, fucking nothing left, like. And uh, so I left that, and then I went. I went to actually selling lorries. Then I got a job in a uh, Emerald Iveco, selling Ivecos. And uh, the the sales manager there was fucking. He was selling, man. He just he just knew. He knew. I knew lorries. I knew how to sell. Even though I was only three months at it, like I was only new in the game. Like he just let me at it, and I sold. I sold loads of stuff there. I sold 
I think I sold about eight vans and then I sold one or two tractor units in a space of about six months. And I got really, really going well when I was working there. Why? I was, uh, I was going a little bit too hard and I put myself into hospital with um, cardiac arrest. How? Uh, I was doing things I shouldn't have been doing. And you had cardiac arrest? Yeah, yeah. One day I was going on my way up to Green Oak one day in the car with another says and going to pick up a van from the from the lot and fucking my heart was just fucking as just bring me to the hospital man and fucking went into cardiac arrest and uh I was grand never the heart, heart attack never happened, thank God. It was just you know, they they sat me in there and water calmed me down. I was just real I don't know, it was in my own head. You had a panic attack. Pa- a really bad panic attack, but it was it was in just I was, don't be frightened me with fucking yeah, cardiac arrest. No, yeah, but it, it was really bad now at the time and I used to smoke cigarettes and smoke a lot of weed and whatever at the time. Now this is a, well, I wasn't driving trucks or whatever. And uh, that day, cigarettes, everything stopped that day. That one day changed that my whole career, like changed my whole life, put it that way. And I think... I was going down a bad path at the time. What does... Uh, sales sound stressful. Very stressful, yeah. So are you counting on whatever you sell to make your money? You're like, count- do you start at basic and then... You start, yeah, so the basic, especially back then, was shy. Like, you wouldn't even get 400 quid a week. Like, it was nothing. Like, it was really, really bad. Like, and people say, oh, 400 quid isn't that bad. It is bad if you have to drive up now from Drottler every day for it and brush your arse and then make 150 phone calls a day and deal with, um, like, you know, people in the garage. And then you have to, de- and then everyone has politics as well when you work in a place. Can where I ask a question about when you work in a car garage or yeah. a lorry garage? Yeah. So, you get paid extra for the sales you make? Yeah, yeah. You make commission the, on every sale. Right. You're all sitting there. You're all standing around. Yeah. And the door opens. And someone walks in. Mm. So who, like, how is this not happening? No, <laughs> you fucking villain! <laughs> Grabbing people by the fucking yeah. leg and pulling them down and well, breaking them out of the way. Like, who who says who goes? In Toyota, they had a great system. So all the calls went through a receptionist called Haley. She's a lovely girl. And uh, basically, she had a sheet, a, a she, like, so she'll send the first call over to just say Alan in the No, corner. but someone walks in. Oh, someone walks in, yeah. Well, it's usually the first person who gets onto them. And then some salesmen have different roles. So some lads could just be on the used stuff. Do you know, like, because the, uh, the Toyota garage I worked in, they had a hundred used cars in stock, like, so there was plenty to choose from, like, you know, there wasn't no shortage of what he had, like, and nothing he couldn't get. And then there was one or two lads that just done new. They only do new because they're wizards. They just bash them out, like, just, like, it's nothing. Take orders and stuff like that. And then there was me where I was a junior, where I wasn't really meant to get anyone. I was usually meant to get leads off the sales manager. He was like, you know, if he had, like, just say an auntie or whatever, that was what needed to buy a car, he says, here, go after her, treat her well or whatever and see if you can get her to buy something. And usually, I always did. Like, I always sold cars. I was, I was very good at selling. Um, And then in the lorry garage, there was... Would you be flirting with the women now? Oh, oh yeah. It's, the older ones got it, big time. Like, do you know what I mean? I, like, got, I dropped they got it. it. Oh, they got it, yeah. Like, got it. <laughs> no, they got the inexperience. Oh, the charm. Yeah, exactly, Right, Jesus. Yeah. No, like, I was I, just about to put my name in. Doesn't some fucking no, but like, I, man, I, bu- I bust my ass at that. Like, I, I used to fucking, like, pick their cars up at eight o'clock at night and and like you know if they're trading in a car or whatever their car needed a service I went down I picked it up and brought it up there got service from them and I cleaned the cars myself I'd say as a salesman you're caught rotten if you don't have the backup of everyone uh, around you that's, that's why I, I, I left it a couple of years ago is because you, you buy you're, off people you're relying you're relying on everyone else like I, I, the last place I worked in I swear to god I won't work for anyone else again after that I worked in this place I'm all, if I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it on my own and my own house I'm gonna send my own reason to my own house like that's what I want to do in the future but uh, I worked in a place and so if a customer came in He was picking a blue lorry right? He, he didn't even want this lorry He was just buying it for a driver That he didn't know was going to stick with him So I had to try I actually really had to sell this lorry And he has all Scania's And the particular brand he had I was selling He did not want it And no one really wants them at all And uh, I know what it is Yeah yeah But anyway I was horsing out trying to sell them And he he bought it Like he fucking He bought it into me Like he knew He knew I knew what I was talking about And he bought it and uh, so I said, right, give us a week. I'll have it ready for you in a week, no matter. So I said to the garage lads, that needs a service. If it needs pads and this, fucking put them on it. I don't care if I, if I make nothing now, but I'll lose my commission. I don't care. I want this fella to, you know, buy a new one at me in six months' time. Like, that's the idea of it. And uh, I wanted a light bar on it. There was no light bar on this lorry. Light bar, a couple of spots and a couple of beacons. That was it. And then valeted, obviously. So uh, anyway, the lads have been fighting over it all week. I left the job with them. Now, we weren't busy. At all. There was nothing going on other than what I was doing and one or two of the other lads. And uh, I came in on the Saturday morning. That was the day of the handover. Came in, the lorry was filthy. The dashboard was taken out of the lorry. There was like the whole lorry was in shite. Like, it was in bits, everything. And I says to the lads, was it serviced? No, the main lad told, told us not to service it. It's not in it. And uh, that day I walked straight Then you up. looked like a cunt. Oh, yeah. I, I walked straight upstairs and I told I told him, I, I can't walk her. I can't walk her. Was he ratty? Uh, no, I, I, I don't even want to talk about it, but like, I just, 
I was, I knew that day, it was, there was already a load of going, a load of other stuff that happened before that that I put up with. But that day, I was just like, do you know what? I says, I put my heart and soul into this, trying to sell your business, and you're making me look like a cunt. So I'm not, I couldn't do it after that. And then I just walked away from it, and I says, I'm never doing it again unless I'm doing it on my own because you can't rely on anyone else. If you had to choose a vehicle to sell, or would it be lorries or cars? Lorries, yeah, because I know them. Cars are cars are fine to sell and all, but like you get, I said this here before. It's like it's like TikTok. You get everybody. With cars, but with lorries, you get the lads that know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? It's like you. It's like using your your forestry machinery. Like you know, only certain people can sell them. Like cause they know what they're talking about. Like you talk about, you need a different head on the machine. You know, like you could go into a young lad and tell him, "Oh, I need this uh, specific thing put on the car." What? What the fuck is that? Do you know what I mean? But mm. with lorries, like you have to know your shit. Like you know, and you learn you learn so much. Like you know what I mean? You meet some characters in my game. Like and that's why I just I love doing it. But I just hate relying on uh, other people. You know. Would you be losing the love for driving lorries now on the road? Yeah, big time, yeah. Especially over last year. Only when I came back from Bali there, I, I fell back in love with it because I, I rented a moped over there. And I, I, was, I was sure I do, I do fucking like 5,000 kilometers a week or whatever it is between the car coming up and down to work and then in the lorry or whatever else. And I was over in Bali there and I was like, ah, oh, we rented a moped. I, I was terrified of bikes, to be honest with you. I used to have scramblers years ago and I came off them a couple of times and I got a bit of a fright off them. So I said, anyway, after a couple of drinks, I said, fuck it, I'm going to go rent, down and rent this thing. I was half cut, right? And there was no traffic laws over there. So I rented a moped anyway. I was driving home and I was like, this is fucking, this is cool. Like, and there was mad, fucking mag on it. 30 million people on this island, same size as Dublin, this place, right? Tiny little island, 30 million people. I did that so much. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't mad about it, but it was just the buzz. Like you're on the moped and there's hundreds of mopeds coming up beside you and everyone beeps at you just to let you know you're going past. Do you know what I mean? So you're like, Fuck I'm half cut, getting beeped at me by about a thousand <laughs> Indonesian people trying to find my way home in the dark on this island that I've never been around in my life. Are they not super poor? Oh yeah, man. The poverty over there is disgraceful. Like, it, So when you're walking around, you know, feel pissed off oh, or does yeah, anyone yeah. like are they all looking for something man they're all delighted they're all delighted they don't, they don't give a shit man like we're over here you're over here stressing about your jumper and clouding line over there man they don't give a fuck man they're going around sweeping the streets they don't give a shit like no no hustle and bustle over there it's just life you know what I mean they live in paradise here. do you know what I mean when you walk around there and the place is paradise but you know. there's fucking shit on the ground everywhere it's not. It's not that bad. It's not the shit on the ground everywhere because it's real touristy. Like their whole industry is tourism over there. Like they don't do anything else. No factories. There's no you know industry other than tourism over there. So they rely massive on the tourism end of things. Like so when COVID happened, their our tour guide was telling us they're going around picking plastic bottles off the side of the road for fifty cent a day, like for fifteen hour days. Like so it was it was fair bad. Like you know, someone sent me videos out there. Now maybe it wasn't exactly out there, but it was around that area. Yeah, and I thought he was Joe. I still don't know. But when they want to poop, they're just walking around, they're doing their business and just sit down and poop. Yeah. Walking not, on the street. Not in Bali now. There was an island off Bali that we went to, Nusa Pineda, but yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. Th- that actually happens. So you're out and there's food stalls and there's there's little bars and there's everyone selling their thing. Oh, there's obviously toilets in some of the bars or whatever. But yeah, like, but they poop be, on the ground. There's usually a ho- hole in the ground. Yeah, and they shit into that. Like, do you know what I mean? In New Spanina, it was very, very bad because New Spanina is really out there. Like you know what I mean? Brilliant. It's mad. It's actually mad. Like when you're over there, you you come home and you appreciate the show you have, everything you have, and you come back from a place like that. Like you know, what were you looking forward to coming home to the most? Just, just have everything I have. How was the food like? Oh, I was rotten. I I was put fucking pouring the ring out myself for the first five or six days. I lost a stone over there. Like and I'm, you know me, I'm a skinny fella. Like I lost a stone over there. Like in the just first, from the food, just making me sick. Did just, you have to get shots? Yeah, I got I got six injections before I went. Hep A, Hep B, uh, tetanus, uh, typhoid, everything. I got loads of stuff before I went there, and uh, then I got over there. Like you get, like I say, sick. Like I wasn't sick. Like I was just shining the hole at myself. Like you know, it was just falling out me. Like, she's <laughs> you know I mean? sorry for the listeners. That's pretty it's big. Grand listeners don't mind. They're well but, used to it. But uh, when yeah, and I was over there, whatever. And then after that, it was grand. But between the he shining yourself to death, the rotten field, and oh my god, it was just it, fucking it, sounds horrible. It wasn't. Sounds like the worst holiday ever for sixteen days. It was like shiting yeah. yourself. Thirty million people shiting everywhere. Yeah, oh, food rotten. It was rotten. And you walk outside, right? And it's I probably too ha- too hot for sex. I don't know. There's air conditioning in the room, Dave. How oh, well then, your grand? Oh, your Jesus, grand. I'm surprised I'm not a father now at this stage. Now, to be honest with you, but um, would you like to be a father? Uh, yeah, not right now though. Not Very right young. Now. A bit too young, and I've I've a lot to a lot I want to achieve. You know what I mean? I need that time. That I don't already have 
Do you get me? Go on, tell me. I want to hear about all the stuff you're going to achieve. All the stuff I'm going to achieve? Yeah. I, I just, I, I really wanted it. When I came home from Bali there, I really decided that I was going to take the social media thing seriously. Whereas before, I took it and le- left it. Like, I made it as a suit me. And then now I just, I really want to, I, ideally I'd love to do television, but sure, television's gone. Like, do you know what I mean? Television isn't really a thing anymore, especially with what I do. I just wanted it to do well. I have a... Um Everyone that I talk to in the business tells me not to say things like this, but I have a hate for television and media. You have a hate for it? No, it's just that if this is how everyone wants their famous people and their influencers, they want them stupid, they want them with no opinion, or a very bland, very pushable opinion. Yeah, and they want, they're always really soulless and they'll sell their granny for a tenner, like, do you know what I mean? They're selling, see some of them. Some grannies are only worth a tenner. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know what I mean? Like, they'd sell the fucking, there's a couple of other truck YouTubers, right? That, like, in the UK, and they sell this fucking, this bleeding fitness drink. Like, you know, like, this lad's 20 odds down, like, and he's selling a drink that's, like, meant to be your, you know what I mean, your meal prep or whatever. I'm not shitting on him, like, but fuck's sake, like, there's a time and a place, like, do you know what I mean? Could could you imagine if you were doing television? I did it, man. That's that's fucking jeez. Like you've no control over anything. No, oh, and they and they fucking hung you as well. They'd hang you. They don't care. They're looking for the drama, you know. They're looking for the they're looking for the tea, as they say. And it's just uh, it's it's fucking. It's not really for me. That's why I like going down the route I'm doing because there's no limit to what I can do. Like you know what I mean? I can put my stuff out worldwide. Do you know what I mean? There's no cap on what I can do or where I can touch. But with, you know, you do television in Ireland, like, she'd be lucky if you made it to any skill in Northern Ireland, like, for fuck's sake, you know what I mean? And it's all, all the people that watch her are all in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, like, do you know what I mean? It's no market over here for it. I think it's cool that anyone that wants can pick up a phone and just do what they want. Yeah. Create whatever they want. Imagine the freedom we have now. Like, it has its negatives. Like, look at you, man. You're, also, a, you're a prime example of it, like. Do you know what I mean? What's How many followers it? do you have? Yeah, like, but, yeah but what's an example of? It's an example of you can get so far and it means nothing. Yeah, but it's not what it's not what it means. It's like you you never set out to do what you're doing really now, did you? Like, did you think five years ago when, or six years ago when you picked up the camera that you're going to have a oh, no. a thriving business, a full time podcast, a media outlet? You no, know, I don't. But I'm forty. Yeah, you know, I'm far. I'm forty two. Yeah, but you're, so like, you're on the cool side of forty. You know what I mean? You're not on the real, you know, uncool dad yeah, side know. of forty. But I'm in this the same as you. I'm in a very very nice position that if no one can make me do anything and yeah. if this all goes fucked in the morning they take everything off me I still tip and to work tomorrow evening <laughs> I make my money you know I'm not going to starve I still pay my bills yeah but if you're like, how many people do you know now oh, I'm going to go to social media full time now oh, I'm, I'm going to leave my job and I'm going to chase my dream what is the dream the Sell, dream is tape because on here, Instagram, like, here's it's not really here, much of a dream. Like this is the dream. Me. This is what they're all racing to. Somebody controlling everything you say. Yeah. So you have loads of people rushing towards this level of control. It's mental. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's it's not for me now. I think it's fucking crazy. But like, it's, 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 especially with people who are on social media and they're so vague. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no, they don't actually have a, a what they do. Like, what did like if you, if you had to sit down and say, oh, what do you do? Oh, I do social media. Yeah, but what do you do like on social media? Oh, I just just talk talk about my day. You know, like that's not that's not you know, do you know what I mean? Like, it like with what I do, it's about things. It's not. I try not to make it about me. Obviously, it is now about me or whatever what I do now. But like, I try and make it about something. It's a topic. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's motor and commercial. Mm. You know, whatever travel the other time if you wanted to say that, but it's like at least it's about something. Do you know, I, I can always say that even if exactly like what you said, if I walk away tomorrow and what was it all about? It was like I just wanted to put content out there for people to watch that are like me that want something to watch because there's nothing but shit out there. Do you know what I mean? There's loads of people making content and good content too, but like there's not enough of it, especially not over here. There's like, some other people making content oh, and they're me. looking at them when you know them. Do you know when you know someone is making content? And you're there thinking, oh, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> you are, that is not you. He's talking about me again. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. There's just so many and you go, that is not you. Yeah. And then you're wondering, when you get cut out, you'll be wondering when, why you're cut out. I because know. Because you've yeah. just not been you. I'm fucking making an awful easy to yourself as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I seen a, I, I won't say the name of the podcast, but I was listening to a podcast that my sister-in-law was listening to. And I didn't get all, but there were Irish ones. And they were talking about how women should have 
absolute pride and be so happy about wanting what they want that the average woman is right and should be so proud of her wanting this man with. And these are the words they use, right? Six, <laughs> six foot, six figures, six inches. Well, me and you are about bollocks anyway. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's irrelevant though. It's, it's irrelevant. It, could you imagine? You flip it. Imagine I'm a 20-year-old male. And I come onto my podcast and I go, no, I don't want fat chick. Yeah. And fat shaming. <laughs> and if I go on and I say, I don't want a girl that's been fucked by every lad in the county. Yeah. I'm slut shaming. No, you can do what you want, but a guy can't say that now. Oh, stop it now. It's yeah. mental. So what is it? Why is it teaching people? Because men figure out very early. Right to know your standards, yeah, and to lower them because you're <laughs> you're you're the guy that has to get rejected all the time. Wait. You can want these hot ones, yeah, but you have to walk over when this, I know there's no slow sets on now, right? But you have to walk over and you go, "Hey, do you want to dance?" No, <laughs> and walk off with your tail between your legs. But but most guys don't go on like that, and they couldn't. They couldn't dare. No, and this is what this is what women are listening to now. Imagine, no. and there's no and this. Oh, well, when I have the baby and he has to come home at five o'clock in the evening because I have my work done. So they want successful males that are home at five o'clock in the evening. Now, I don't know about you, right? And I don't know about you, but I don't know many success, successful males that can be home at five o'clock yeah. in the evening. It doesn't happen. It's a fallacy. I'm nowhere near successful. I'm, I'm nowhere near successful. I'd be lucky to be home before eight o'clock and I left at four o'clock that morning. Like. I know, you are successful. Uh, we're, we're all fierce lucky to be able to pay our bills. For, you know, when, yeah. you, when you can go to bed at night and you can, you're not worrying, oh, is this payment going to be met? Then, yeah. then you're lucky. Oh, yeah, you I worry have, about that stuff all the time. We all do. Mm. I, I'm, I'm worried, you know, we all do, but you're not 10 payments behind on your mortgage. Yeah. You're not, you're missing your car payments. You're not saying, right, I'm going to feed the kids. I'm going to get the shop before I can do that. Everyone struggles, but you're handling it. Yeah. But like there's, it's like they're real problems. But there's a lot, a lot of people that, you know, like, that are 10, you know, 10 payments behind, but it's the only their own fucking fault that it happened. Like, and it's not, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people out there that are fucking ages. Like, do you know what I mean? You can, too. but you can get caught. I was often yeah. fucking behind them. I sure so was, so but, was I, but. But it's, it's just, look, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I, look, the people, there is people out there that have no money and I feel sorry for them, but yeah. there's a lot of fucking Absolutely, people uh, yeah. that I don't feel sorry for. Yeah. Like, if you're at home every day and you know every PlayStation game and you know all the hit songs and you know all the latest Instagram yeah. posts, you're lazy. I am people telling me, man, that they're, <laughs> that they're busy and they're at home cutting the grass at four o'clock, half hour in the afternoon. I, cut the, I, mean? I cut the grass today. Did you? <laughs> I did. I didn't even have time to do it. My missus GTA'd me lawnmower right out of my shed. She, <laughs> I swear to God, she grand theft out. I came home and she had cut the grass cut and she had to cut well. Right? No, I know. She's done a better job than me than I've done the past. And I've figured out this lawnmower the past six weeks. I swear to God, me and this lawnmower aren't getting on at all, right? Why? It's just, I, I bought it, I started thinking, I, and I love right on lawnmowers, right? I mean, how life I wanted one. Sounds real sad, but I really wanted one. Since Every about, man wants a lawnmower. Since I was about 13, I wanted a right on lawnmower. I didn't care. Even if I lived in the state, what Sorry, happened? say that slower. What? Since you were 13, you wanted a ride on a lawnmower or a ride on lawnmower. Oh, I've done that already. Oh, Christmas <laughs> lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, me and the dog. <laughs> so, you, so you have your lawnmower. Huh? You have your lawnmower. I got the lawnmower, right? Sold, sold me a little blue fiesta for it, right? And uh, got the lawnmower. It's just me. Uh, the, the fucking thing gets, keeps getting clogged up every time. Literally, I do one line in the grass, go and empty it. Things clogged up. Go back out, unclog it. Go back out, cut like literally half a couple of meters. Go back out and empty it. Things clogged again. Ah, oh, stop. Have you wet grass? No. It's dry as well. Just a shy lawnmower. No, it's sh- dog shy all over it. And I don't pick it up with a shovel. So I suppose that probably gets clogged How in the How big is your fucking dog? She's not there, man. She's like that size. She's big. Big, like. big shite. Yeah, oh, but not even. It's just the volume of them. Like, do you know what I mean? They're everywhere. That's the worst it's about like big dogs. That's the worst about big dogs. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's great, though, that your woman's out on the lawnmower. Yeah, I'll come here. She's, uh, she's mad to go, man. She's, I call her Mrs. Progress, like, because she does not sit still, like, do you know what I mean? She's worse than me, like. She, like, I, she, I said to her, I'll cut the grass tomorrow. I'll be home tomorrow. I started at four o'clock tomorrow. I didn't get home till nine o'clock at night. Like, give me a break. Like, and she goes, Yeah, right now, but I'll give you a break. And then she fucking robbed the keys to my shed, went in, commandeered me lawnmower, done an excellent fucking job on it. And then she goes, Now, yeah, I cut the grass. How about that? Can't say I don't put the grass anymore. See, the, the, the best thing and the worst thing about a woman like that is that some lads, we need it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I want, I yeah. would, Vicky makes me progress through life. Yeah. Like I'd be at nothing if it wasn't for Sa- Exact same. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have anything I have if it wasn't for her. 
Honestly, and, and I say, you, me and you say, oh, I got the house. It's not my house at all. It's our house. Half hours, like she, she, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have anything. I would not have nothing. Trust me. Nothing. I'm, I'm, I blow my money, man. If I got, if I got 10 grand in the morning, it'd be gone by probably 11 o'clock in the, in the morning. Like, do you know what I mean? Honestly, yeah. God. So oh, yeah. Hey, look, I, some men need women. Oh, yeah. I fucking need my woman anyway. Oh, I don't know what I'd do without her. Yeah. I'd be lost without my missus now, I have to say. Would you be lonely now when you get home and she wouldn't be there? Yeah, man. When you like, I I feel bad even tonight. Like, so I came down here. I'm standing down here tonight, and uh, I was on the way down there. I was like, when I, it won't hit me now, right? But when I get into that lorry now, don't tell me you're gonna cry. Close the door. If, oh, you, if you say you're gonna cry, I'm gonna fucking. Oh, I'll ball. I'll ball. No, I'll be straight on Facetime. I'll be like, what are you doing? Because like, I love being at home. Like, because I have the dog and her there, and everyone's there. But is the dog know? like a little baby? The, oh yeah, she's like a little child. She is. Yeah, she's thick as a pile of stones as well. It's so funny. She literally stupid. Oh, stupid. Oh, so stupid, man. So funny. She need to choke herself out in the lead trying to chase someone. Like, do you know what I mean? And then she. <laughs> Can forget. dogs be on the spectrum? Oh, well, this my dog's miles off the spectrum. They can, can't they? We have an older dog as well, and a fifteen-year-old Chihuahua. And Jesus Christ, she knows what you're thinking, like this dog, right? But my, my other dog, Daisy, the golden retriever, she ran full steam ahead, straight into the path, tripped over the path, and straight into the side door. How she didn't go through? Is it a girl dog or boy? Girl, dog? girl, yeah. Girls are way easier. Do you get neutered? No, not yet, no. I know, yeah. I want her to be able to fuck, you know what I mean? <laughs> I want her to have a couple of puppies. Yeah, and make money on them. No, not even, I'd, I'd keep two or three of them probably. No, don't. Why? They'll fuck each other. Definitely. Yeah, but what if I keep them all girls? Six, nine, know, six, nine, each other six, six, nine. Yeah. <laughs> but it'd be 1850, 69, 69, 69 up in my house, you know what I mean? I wanted to get a number plate, 69 on my... We have Jeep, but then I realised it was thousand euro. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> I tried to did. get five forty on the lorry, and this is oh yeah, well it's thousand euro, and you might not get it. I was like, oh, thousand euro. Like, come on, and like, isn't that a joke? And what was the VRT on your Jeep? Pretty twenty odd grand, was it? Something stupid like that. Don't know. Was it? I didn't pay for it. <laughs> I don't know what the VRT is. Oh, Have any clue? Come here. You're after going back at the podcast full blast. Mm. Set up the garage, the whole lot done. Set up everything, yeah. Spent a few bob. And uh, I was just, I started a couple of years ago with you. You were the very first guest. And you were, was it the very first podcast you ever did? Mm. That one? Mm. There you are now. See, he's wouldn't ever got this for me. People now. see, I think I'm a dick. I try my best. Like. Yeah. Now, in fairness, I, I appreciate you doing that at the time because I was only, I was that size when you when you said, yeah, yeah, no bother. And then ever since. I've been here just to let you all know. I've been number one on that friends list. That's why he's been real quiet about that. I recently. try to help. I try to help anyone that messages me. Yeah, and I, I just you just realize as you get by, there are most of them show comes. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of them are a lot, of, especially on social media things. I try and keep it as as real as as I am. Like me on the camera and me. Just don't start life. doing OnlyFans. I don't want to see that. I'm, I'm getting an extension and something has to pay for it like you know what I mean? like for fuck's sake <laughs> because you're after telling me what you're doing a lot more with your dog and I don't think everyone wants to yeah, see yeah she that. sits down there and she just goes along with me like you know what I mean before we go yeah I ask uh, most people these few questions we'll just zip through them real quick that's a real fancy book let's uh, look it's my book <laughs> and at Christmas they're gonna be for sale ew, ew. <laughs> if you could make one phone call to heaven who would you call who would I call I'd, I'd ring God and ask him what's up I would you would, and what would like what's up with what what's up just what's up what's going on do you believe in god no at all no i believe i believe obviously there's a there's a power behind something do you know what i mean like i don't believe anything's a fluke but uh i don't believe in the church or anything like that you know what i mean you're not you saw so when shit hits the fan you don't go please god no i google him <laughs> <laughs> would you like yourself if you met yourself no i fucking hate myself man would you though? Nah, I wouldn't. I'd love myself. I'm, I'm, I'm the realist. Well, I try to be. I'm the same person as I am on camera as I am in real life. Sometimes I'm a bit tired. That's about it. If you had to ask one person a question and had to answer truthfully, had to. Oh yeah. Right with magic. Yeah. Who and what would you ask? I don't know. That's it. I don't know. I actually genuinely don't know. It's too many questions. Uh, no, I'd probably say uh, I'd probably ring up your man in Shell there and say, "What's the crack with the price of petrol?" Like, do you know what I mean? Tell me the answer. Jesus Christ, your father be bullying because he only worries about diesel. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't worry about that. Who brings you the most happiness in your life? Uh, definitely, definitely, me fiance, hundred percent, hundred percent. Wasn't for her, I'd have nothing. And she's been with, been through uh, with me through a lot, of, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that uh, I sh- probably shouldn't still even be here today if it wasn't for her. Do you know what I mean? Definitely saying that. Well, that's the truth. It's fucking love, isn't it? Yeah. I do. I love the bounds of 100%. Oh, 
Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry about putting up that post with the clown music. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm going to get you back, don't worry. I will never I'll post say, I, Vicky I'll again I'll in Paris. Yeah, yeah. That'll never happen. I'll sit on that for a couple of years, don't worry. Do, do, do. You'll yeah. be a while trying to get me to do something romantic like that. And when I do, I do it in the privacy in my own home. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I'm a very romantic guy. I just, I'm very low-key about it. Yeah. It just doesn't happen that often, doesn't it? No? It happens all the time. Like Vicky <laughs> said to me last week, um, she was making a fence. She was fencing all the bottom. Yeah. And without her even asking, I took the fence poles out of Jeep and put them on the ground for her. Fuck me, man. Here, ta- <laughs> take and, and know her. <laughs> hey, well, I, I wasn't asked. She loves when I take the poles uh, out. I, I done it without being asked. Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, Ian, thanks a million for coming on. No, nah, but man, thanks for having at me. That's such short notice. Oh, yeah. See, look, fucking giving out about me on Instagram and you rang me three hours ago. Never give out about you in a serious way. It's always in a loving, <laughs> caring way. Yeah. Well, you're going to the show in. Uh, that might, uh, hopefully, hopefully it happens. I'm going to be going to Holland tomorrow. So I don't know, yeah. And make sure to listen to him on his podcast. And you have how many there now? There's three. Uh, yeah, it'd be three. It'd be four now tomorrow. Four now tomorrow. Who mm-hmm. are you tomorrow? Uh, Nadia from Ashford Motors. Lovely woman. Very good. Very good. And people say she's just a big pair of tits. Yeah, no. <laughs> and that is not the case. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a whole other side to her that everyone would be very interested in. Can't to wait know. to hear it. Can't yeah. wait to hear it. So again, thanks, Ma. Yeah. Thanks, Ian. No and I will see you next week. Good luck. Good luck.